Now, there are only a few places in the world that truly make remarkable whiskey, and South Africa happens to be one of them. Now, this is thanks to the James Sedgwick Distillery um, in the beautiful town of Wellington, home to award-winning whiskeys, Three Ships and Baines Mountain Whiskey. James Sedgwick is a must for any whiskey lover. I did say I'm I'm not a, a whiskey lover yet. It's a, a taste that I still need to get my palate acquired to. But last year, the distillery reopen its doors to the public and it allowed people to see how the craft uh, their whiskies and how they do their tastings. Joining us now is Simon Dix, the brand home manager of James Sedgwick, to tell us about the distillery and their plans for the World Whiskey Day. And that one is coming up uh, in the next 10 days on the 20th of May. Thanks so much, uh, James, for, for agreeing to chat to us tonight. Uh, let's talk about this award-winning distillery that's been around for a very long time. Briefly take us through the history. Right, so uh, basically it, uh, we can all say that it, it started with a gentleman by the name of Captain James Sedgwick, who was a sea captain, and uh, he started a business in Cape Town in 1886, and from there on ventured out into the Winelands, and then later on started the distillery where we are still situated for today, um, the famous town in, in Wellington. Um, so we've basically been making whiskey there since 1991, or dedicated just in the art for, for whiskey making, and uh, today we are proud to be the, the home for where we make three ships uh, whiskey as well as Baines Cape Mountain whiskey. Hmm. Now, I, I read somewhere that you guys are Africa's only commercial whiskey distillery. Why is this the case? And then how do you guys stay ahead? And why is no one playing in this in this field with you guys? <laughs> there we go. Well, there there are quite a few uh, few small craft distilleries out there. Um, but what gives us this title as being the only commercial distillery on the African continent is because we have close to 150,000 barrels currently in maturation, and uh, that that is quite quite something. You know, that is that is a lot of stock actually that we that we're sitting on, and it's purely just to to cater for the demand of of whiskey. If we look at uh, just some of the the figures of where we sat last year in South Africa, we consumed about 43 million liters of whiskey. And, uh, you know, that, that is something. I think South Africa, we are now uh, the six largest consumers of whiskey in the world. You know, and, and, and that is quite something for us as a country. Mm. I, I just wanted to ask um, about South, African, South Africans' whiskey drinking patterns. Do you think we are at a level where we need to be? But it seems like we are uh, very um, acquired to drinking whiskey in South Africa. Yes, totally, totally agree. I mean, if we look at um, in the past, you know, we all, and this is from from all emerging emerging uh, whiskey markets, you know, where we all try to to emulate and to copy the the Scotch whiskey industry, you know, which has got this four five hundred years of beautiful history and tradition behind them, you know. But for us, we've we've only been making whiskey. The South African whiskey industry is only forty years young this year, mm. you know. So so we're fairly new, and uh, you know, we can cater for for the more modern palate, and uh, you know, we can definitely we can employ a bit more modern technology if you want to call it that, you know, to be able to to meet those consumer demands at the end of the day. Hmm. Now, being an industry leader, I assume um, the whole mechanic behind this entire business model um, is is airtight. Um, everything from sort of the, the way you do things to the people who work for you guys has to be um, on a very specific level, and I assume it is that. But talk us through the culture in the company. How many people um, do you guys employ and, and what the whole setup works like for someone who isn't used to or aware of what happens? at a whiskey distillery? 
Right, so basically in order to make a whiskey, um, there's only three ingredients involved in, in the whole process, and that is basically that is barley or cereals, yeast, and water. And uh, firstly, what you do is you take this barley and you mill it down, your barleys or your, your grains, and you mill it down into this fine grist. From there on, you, you then soak it in, uh, into water so you can actually start to, to extract these fermentable sugars. We then introduce the second part, which is the yeast. The yeast then converts those sugars fast into alcohol, CO2, as well as heat. Of that, the most important part is actually to have this wash of about 8 to 9% alcohol by volume. And then we take this wash and we distill it. Now, when you're distilling it, basically what you're doing is you're concentrating all the esters and the flavor compounds and you're removing all the waters and the impurities. So at the end of the day, you're sitting with this this heart fraction, which is the purest part of this, this barley and yeast and water component, which contains all the aromatics and the flavor compounds to it. Now, there's a lot of craft people in, in South Africa or craft distilleries and uh, that, that are starting to, to get into the, the art of distilling and, and to to put their own stamp uh, um, out there. So it's, it's not always just a case of, you know, the bigger the company or, you know, to peat or not to peat the whiskey or is single malt better than single grain or what about a blended whiskey? Where does all of that fit into? You know, when we make a whiskey, it's, it's not a case of where we're trying to force the whiskey to say you have to drink this. You know, we're actually trying to make a whiskey that would suit your palate preference. And, and that is really the aim. So when we get further and we take this heart fraction and we put it into wood to mature, you know, we're further complementing and, and, and that's where we have this beautiful interaction of the wood and the spirit to, to gain more flavors and characters. Mm. Simon, it, it sounds like you, you absolutely know what you're talking about and you love what you're talking about. Uh, so thanks so much for chatting to us. If you're sitting at home, you are tuned into Cape Talk. I'm chatting to Simon Dix uh, about uh, the James Cedric Whiskey Distillery in Wellington. And it's all leading up to World Whiskey Day. We'll speak about that a bit later. Um, as I said, Simon, you know what you're talking about. And I assume you absolutely love drinking whiskey. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions because I'm not um, that acquired or accustomed to, to drinking whiskey. So hopefully you can school me a bit on this. Take us through some of, some of the, the, the range of whiskeys you guys produce. And then what is your favorite to drink? Right. So from our side, we've uh, we've basically we're responsible for making banks as well as the three ships um, styles of whiskies or the brands. And uh, in the three ships collection, we've got our three ships select, our three ships five year old premium select, which is also our most peated whisky that we have at the distillery. Our three ships bourbon cask finish. We have a single malt, which is a 10-year-old vintage. It's a 2005 vintage. And then this year, we'll hopefully be releasing a 2006 vintage as well. And then also, we have launched the first in the world, a South African whiskey, which is finished off in a South African wine-style barrel, which is the Three Ships 15-year-old Pinotage cask finish. And then last but not least, well, one of the, the proud, proud icons of the distillery is Baines, which is 100% grain whiskey and uh, yeah so it's, it's quite a nice range that we that we have at the distillery and from my side I, I don't generally have a favorite it, it purely depends on my mood if I'm feeling for something which is a little bit lighter and fresher you know especially during the summer month mm. then definitely I leaned more towards the three ships bourbon cask finish as well as our our Baines Cape Mountain whiskey but with with, with uh, winter approaching quite fastly um, <laughs> I have to say you want something which is a bit more warmer and a bit more rich you know so when you drink 
drink it, you can actually taste that nice flavors going down. And then that's definitely when I would settle for something like the Three Ships Five or Premium Select. Um, so yeah, and and all of our whiskies, you know, from the Three Ships right through to to Bainscape Mountain, you know, they're all literally award-winning whiskies where they were crowned the best in the world in in their categories. So, you know, for us as South Africans, we really we don't have anything to hold back on. You know, we we have the best in the world, and we can really compete with the world whiskey industry out there. Mm. And if I am a, a a new whiskey drinker, I'm starting to drink whiskey. I'll, I'll assume I'll start with the the lighter uh, whiskeys mm. like the Three Ships 100%. Bourbon. That's correct, hundred percent. I totally agree with you on that. Um, it's purely it's, it's also it's based on your palate preference. You know, if you do you like spicy food, are you a smoker, non-smoker? Do you like red wines, white wines? Are you um, do you like complex drinks or so forth? You know, then that also that leans towards your your preference. But generally, we say to people when you start drinking whiskey, don't go for the heavy peated medicinal styles. You know, maybe start off with something which is a little bit lighter out there because you all hear the the big brand names that is that is thrown out there. And uh, but maybe start something like to read up a little bit on about the brand, about the distillery itself, and uh, you know recommendation definitely lighter, um, just so that it's a bit more easier to palate. And then from there on, as you acquire the taste, you can definitely grow a bit more with the brands and and venture into a more peated style of whiskey. Mm. And then, what would one drink whiskey with? I'm asking very simple questions now, but as I said, I'm not as experienced as, as uh, consuming whiskey. Um, some people pair it um, just with ice, and other people pair it with wine. And then we get the the other side of the whole spectrum where people do it with fizzy drinks and all sorts of other soft drinks. My my general rule is always, you know, if you if you need to add something to the whiskey, the only good thing you're allowed to add to a whiskey is another one. So that's always a safe <laughs> option. Um, <laughs> but if you have to mix, um, we always we recommend trying to go with a neutral mixer. You know, a little bit of ice, a little bit of cold water or room temperature water. You know, in summer definitely add a few blocks of ice in there. Mm. In winter maybe just some water. And uh, once you switch over to your second drink, you know, then your palate is used to that bit more fuller in flavour. And, uh, you know, then you can start to enjoy it. But at the end of the day, you know, after you've maybe mowed the lawn in this 45-degree February weather that we had, you know, then you don't really want to sit down with something that is full in flavor and you want something that cools you down, that quenches the thirst. Then mm. maybe go for like a, a three-sips bourbon cast, you know, two or three blocks of ice, add a little bit of sparkling water with it, you know, and it's just something refreshes that cools you down. But, you know, after you've had a, a nice braai, you know, and uh, you want something to settle the tummy, you've, uh, just to complement that nice whatever you've had on the braai, you know, then maybe sit back with a nice three-sips five-year-old premium select or Cape Mountain whiskey and just enjoy the beautiful flavors that come forward from it. Speaking about uh, beauty, you guys are situated in the, the picturesque uh, town of Wellington. I absolutely think it's, it's one of my favorite South African towns. And I know recently you decided to open your doors to the public for the very first time. Why did you guys decide to do this and, and what has the response been like? Well, so far, we, we have only been open since September last year. And uh, at this stage, we've only opened on selected Fridays and Saturdays, where we offer our whiskey experience at either 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock. And uh, it's only for up to 10 people per session. And, and so far, the, the response has been people have literally been queuing over weekends to come and visit us. And uh, the whole tour and tasting experience, it takes you about two and a half hours. So it's quite an in-depth in session, but it's also it's a lot of fun and interactivity, you know, where we show people the, the actual distillery. So we didn't want to open up a tasting room in 
any other part, you know, we're at the source where people can yeah. actually come and see firsthand, you know, this is this is what barley looks like. This is what the mold barley looks like and see all this 25,000 barrels in this one maturation store and smell the beautiful angel shares as you walk into that store. So it's, it's all about that romance and, and being at the source. And so far, you know, it's from our side, it's, it's really about showing the South Africans and also the international visitors um, what we do on a daily basis and how we do it. So, uh, yeah, we're very proud about uh, our distillery being in Wellington. And, I mean, it's literally it's just an hour's drive from mm. Cape Town. And, uh, you know, we make it quite easy for our guests to book when they would like to come and visit us. Just log on to web tickets and uh, they can book their, their tickets directly there. Before I say goodbye, you guys are planning something uh, very special for World Whiskey Day. Please tell us a bit more about that. There we go. That's uh, <laughs> that's the uh, the meat of the of the fact that we get into. Well, uh, basically, with uh, World Whiskey approaching, and that's generally well, that is always held on the third Saturday in May, and uh, it was founded in 2012 by a gentleman by the name of Blair Bowman. And, uh, yeah, from our side in South Africa, there is now all seven continents are participating in World Whiskey Day. And there's over 250-odd thousand people across the world participating. So from our side, on the the weekend of uh, the Friday, Saturday and Sunday in, in May, that's from the 19th to the 22nd of May, we'll be offering a tasting experience where guests come, come and visit us. We take them through on a tour. Andy, our master distiller, will present them with a special tasting of up to seven whiskies. And some of them are these whiskies, which is from his private collection, which is not yet even available on the market. And uh, so it's quite a quite a nice and quite a fun day where people can actually meet the master distiller, you know, and they can interact with him and, and talk about, you know, the, the craftsmanship that went into making these beautiful products. It sounds absolutely uh, fantastic and thrilling. Thanks so much for, for sharing and chatting with us uh, tonight, Simon. I'm excited to explore my palate and experience a bit more whiskey drinking within the next few weeks leading up to fantastic. the 20th. So thanks again for chatting to Excellent. us, Rana. <laughs> Thank you very much and have a wonderful evening on that side. And uh, we hope to see you on World Whiskey Day. Yes. Cheers, Simon. All the best.